it's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 161. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers promotional site updated, the Final Fantasy XIV and Final Fantasy XV collaboration on Nocturne for Heroes begins April 16th, unlocking the Labyrinth of the Ancients, important information regarding the expansion of the North American Data Center, new optional items are available, the Feast Season 13 coming soon. Developers blog and tracker. We have fan mail and we have shout outs, including a great fundraiser we're a part of coming up soon. <laughs> First, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby. Hi, Yelta. How are you? I am excellent. How are you? I'm doing great. It's been a fun week in Final Fantasy 14. People are still playing, people are still doing catch up type things some people are doing some new stuff and uh the free company and our extended family our cross world link shell are hopping. hopping there's just a lot going on yeah it's been great there's been no lack of activity uh, every day this week that i've logged on somebody's been doing something whether we're doing a pvp night seru farming or clearing um maps uh or bond or any 24-man raid um all all the roulettes people are constantly asking for roulettes um so i did a lot of stuff um i'm kind of going in reverse i went down my twitter feed per usual and uh, tried to remember what all i did this week because there was a lot i think i ran or like three or four times not like last week not the shitty stuff that that happened before i tried to run as early as possible but I didn't get any drops, and I tried to get one done at the tail end of the week yesterday. Uh, today's Tuesday. I, I ran it on Monday, but thankfully there wasn't a bunch of trash. Um, but it was just terrible. I never could get a drop. So I ended up lotting on the, the last thing that came up. There was a um, a healer body, but of course the healer took that. Mm-hmm. So I got monk gloves. Yay for my level 15 pugilist. <laughs> well, you're Great. Set. I'm all set. Future Time proofed. to level monk. <laughs> monk 70, here I come. So uh, that's a thing. But, uh, you know, TG Sid and Mustadio and Agrius and, and company shined on me because I got a card, rolled a 97 on it, and then rolled 98 on the Ramza minion. So I got to take both of those away. That's my nice. consolation prize. Prizes. So that was that was all right, you know. I mean, I got my drop, whatever for the, my token. I've got my my crystals and stuff. And in fact, Cinna ran it. She's been trying to play more lately. Uh, we've caged our son Alexander in a in a, in a new cage, so he's happier. It's a we, larger deluxe cage. It, it's a larger deluxe cage. We throw food through the bars. <laughs> he's got a cup of water. He's all right. No, we've we've got this play area. We've had a play area, and it's this really colorful thing. I think it's called Super Yard. It's this kind of playpen-looking thing, and you can make it into a hexagon. They tell you not to, like, unfold it and bend it around walls, but, we, you know, we do and kind of clip it and push it against stuff. Anyway, it makes this nice little play area in the living room, but the issue was we either could block him from getting into the kitchen so he didn't turn into a tonberry, doink, doink, and – or block him from banging on the TV set because the TV <laughs> set is just a big cell phone, I guess. So 
we bought an extra one. So now we have two conjoined together, these things. And it stretches far enough that he's got this huge play area in the living room that he can hardly hurt himself. He still manages, but he can hardly <laughs> hurt himself um, while we do other things. So Sin and I took turns. I sat in his little play area while he played just to keep him company. And she did Orban, and I was able to coach her through. Um, I think she got into it post-Mustadio. It was uh, in progress. Um, I coached her through Agrias. I coached her through TG Sid and through Ultima, and she got some commendations and all is well. That was that was nice. So she's all caught up on the 24-man raid stuff, and I think she's done with the story. She's just got to catch up on – what is she called it? Hilda Trash or <laughs> Trasher Band or something? I forget what she called it, but – She'll get there because there's you have to do it. There's a fight, so you know carrot carrot and stick, I guess, right? Um, so that was her. But for me, what else? Um, I did some tanking, Yelta. Believe it or not, what you tank even oh, less than I do. I know I did uh, some tanking. I tanked um, what was it, Karn? I tanked Cutter's Cry, and I tanked uh, Brayflox normal. We have a uh, free company member, Bill Mardigan. His brother joined us, and his brother was catching up on some content. I think he had finished 2.0, and he might have even finished some other stuff, but he had never done any of the additional dungeons or anything that was like 2.1 through 2.5. I think there's – like you can skip some of that stuff. I forget. There's some side yeah. stuff you can totally skip. And um, we just kind of ran him through some stuff, and they were like, you want to join? I'm like, yeah, and then we had three DPS, and I was like, well, I have a 60 Paladin if you let me. So I'm trash. I'm totally bad. I go in there, and I, it's, you know, uh, not Tomahawk. It's uh, Shield Toss and then Flash Flash and then, you know, pray to the <laughs> gods that I don't screw this up get anybody killed the only hard part i had was was karn is getting those stupid heads on the right right spot yeah to get in the right spot so i could kill him and and land on those platforms but nobody died uh if they died it was their own fault it wasn't it wasn't that i lost any ads uh so that's fun maybe i'll tank some more maybe not (laughs) i've got plenty other roles i can play instead of tanking uh but that was all right um i did two count them two chloe books because I'm trying to get Poetics, this is my idea. I'm going to go ahead and buy the Shire gear for ranged so I have a full set of 60 ranged gear when Shadowbringers launches so I can level up Dancer. So I bought Shire gear and I'm going to get all the little tokens to get them. I think that's that might get me 270, which I don't think I need too much more than that to to level it up to the 70 range of course i'll have those dungeons and all that stuff and it won't be the primary thing i do because i'm gonna take my primary role i'll probably take summoner through the Shadowbringer story and then once i cross the finish line um i'll i'll level dancer i may do it in tandem but you know i i'm probably gonna want to finish that story asap (laughs) before spoilers start flying and then it's get the um the eight-man stuff normal out of the way because two weeks from then is Savage and there's rumors that we might do some Savage again. We'll see how our schedules go, but we're kicking around the idea of Savage rating again in 5.0. But I'd like to get my dancer going and I want to be geared enough and uh, I did some Chloe books. I ran some of it solo on Red Mage. 
Um, in fact, one of them I did some all hard solo, which was kind of a bitch, uh, mm. especially that old uh, Praise Him, Lava Scorpion. And I did that one. I probably had to run that five times until I figured how to heal myself during the ad phase. Because when the ads pop, my inclination is kill the ads and kill the gold ones first so they don't do the thing and all the other shit. But that's not what you're supposed to do. You got to keep yourself healed up because after the ad spawns, he does a tank buster that takes you down like 90% health and then the ads start eating you up and then you're you're done. So you heal yourself, then you kill the black ones, then you kill the gold ones because it doesn't matter how much that fire shits on the screen. You can – as a solo, you can just tank it over to the corner and you're fine. So I did that and I think that happens at every 25% he, he does add. So if you want to solo it, it's totally soloable on Red Mage and probably a few other jobs as well. Uh, maybe easier on a tank job. But I don't have any tanks. Um, I helped some people in our Crossworld Link shell. Actually, twice, but one in particular was Levi Farming. Um, somebody needed their last pony. So myself and Klaus Nightbringer. What's up, Klaus? Um, we were on Blue Mages, and we did a lot of swimming because for some reason, even when you pop that that shield – Half of the time it was killing us. I don't know if it was had to do with like the bar or what was going on, but it was killing us sometimes. It wasn't killing us, and then we'd go take a dip. But I did get one of the spells, not the good one. I didn't get the whirl one. I, I ended mm-hmm. up getting the bubble blast thing that you can get from Ultros because I've not done that. My blue sucks. But I did uh, – <laughs> I did. <laughs> it's terrible. But I did get the bubble blast thing, and that might be something we can throw into the mix of some blue farming at some point. Not that we have a lack of things to do, but if we got bored and we wanted to bring some some outside people in and it, we didn't want it to be like farming, I think blue spell farming would be something that could be uh, fun for us to, to try. Uh, and we did that, and then later in the evening, I think it might have been the same day, we did some uh, – Farming for birds. I think we got a Ravana bird for one. We got Bismarck. And then we went and did Thordin. And we saw some Thordin birdos drop. And then it was 1230 at night and I got sleepy. And I couldn't stay up to do a Suzaku learning. So I went to bed that night. Um, God, what else? Are you? We tried to do some farming, but it was more like learning slash clear. Uh, but I managed to get enough totems to get my summoner book. I also picked up a scholar book from that, which, crazy enough, scholar is my highest level healer at the moment. So I ran some experts on scholar trying to remember how the fuck to do that job. Uh, I, I did a burn, and the Dark Knight had to use Living Dead on trash mobs because I'm like, where's Benediction? And our, our free company member, uh, Radiant, was like, you have three benedictions. They're called Lustrate. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking hell. I, he lived. I managed to heal him to full. I had to wait for my Aether Flow stacks. And I'm like, this is completely different than the rhythm of Summoner. Like, your Aether Flow is a completely different rhythm here. So I kept running it. I may have run like five or six experts because I was farming. I did cap. I got my whole 900. Um, 
and I ran a ton of experts on Scholar just to get a feel for it. I don't Scholar is not my preferred healer. But I felt comfortable enough that I was actually using the entire kit. I wasn't leaving anything out. I have to click on some of the pet actions. They're not really like accessible to my hot bars. I might have to work on that at some point. But I got a lot of other jobs that I'd prefer to play. So it's not <laughs> high priority. That's the same thing on tank. I actually may have to change. If I do any extra tanking, I may have to change the way my hot bars are completely set up. Because on my on my casters for sure and my healers for the most part, not scholar. Uh, everything's on my hotbar. I use alt, control, number keys, some letter keys, whatever. I'm going to say 98% of my kit is hotbar accessible with, you know, alt something. But when I was tanking, Jesus Christ, I had to click uh, half mm. of my actions. And I might have to set up – I know that sounds terrible. Oh, you click, Ruby? I'm a um, <laughs> I, I, I have to click some of those, especially the things that are like, you know, makes your shield block X number percent and you parry this number percent and this thing, you know, this, the, you know, the one, two, threes, one, two, four, one, two, eight, whatever the shit, those things I totally see being on the, the hot bar, the, the shield lob and the stuns and that stuff. Those are, those are easily accessible. Alt one, alt four, those kind of things. But when I'm I'm dealing with like Rampart and stuff, I found that I was clicking more. And I think it's because on casters and stuff, there, there's some there's some points where I can take my hand off the mouse. I move using the mouse, at least move forward. I have a weird setup. Ask me sometime. I have a really weird setup. But I, I, I'm a two-button clicker to move forward. And when you tank, you have to do a lot of moving. And sometimes it's moving back and it's strafing, it's... There's a lot there's a lot of small intricate movements and I already have my my hand on the mouse doing some actions it was easier for me to click than it was for me to take my hand off the mouse and hit o or um alt o or something like that so there's some work that has to be done I'm sure I would get the rhythm of that if I decide I want to tank more I got other jobs to play um finally I tried to do a little bit of Noctis it came out today uh, we will probably talk more about it on our next episode because I got two quests into it and I realized this thing is like here's a quest with some gloves and here's a quest with some pants and I'm sure the next one is like boots and the next one is a shirt and a, it's long, which is good. It's a Final Fantasy 15 thing. It should be longer than some of these like Hatching mm-hmm. Tide or whatever that are just like here's an egg. Ha ha ha. Bye bye. Um I'm glad it's longer. So far, the music's been good. It's a couple of good songs. I think I've heard three songs that I that from 15, and I love 15 soundtrack. Uh, they're there. You can buy the songs. You do some fates. Get ready for that. You have to do a fate, at least one that I know of. And people were standing around in Old Ta, and they were inviting each other. In fact, I partied with old Denmo McStrong Huge, and nice. – uh, that was good, and uh, we took down the fate, got gold, got my parts, and then you get you get items that you trade in, and then you trade in for the stuff. And I don't I don't know this. I'm guessing I have to finish the quest line before I can buy the regalia. I'll find out when I log back in after the podcast, but I think I got to finish the storyline, and then I can go to the gold saucer, and then I can buy the regalia because like the story is like the regalia is broke down. I don't think that's a spoiler. That's like the whole plot of fucking Final Fantasy 15. Your car's broke down, right? So I don't know. I don't think I ever played it long enough. 
<laughs> that was like at the beginning, Yelta. You're pushing the car. <laughs> That's the very first scene. And it take this takes from the first scene of that. You're pushing Noctis is pushing the car and he asks for your help. It's in the damn <laughs> video that they showed for this. I'm not spoiling any listener by telling you that. Uh, that's part of it. So um it, it was kind of funny though, because you're like, Well, if anybody can fix your car, it's Sid. And he's like, mm-hmm. Of course, Sid's a mechanic. Well, yes, in fifteen, Sid is a mechanic. She, yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> so Less, wrong Sid. Weirdly. Completely different Sid. Uh, so anyway, uh, we'll have more on that as as we do that. But yeah, a lot of shit this week. And I know you as well, Yelta, did a lot of stuff. So tell us about what you did. I did not even log in today other than to check what level my ninja was so I could talk about it. So I did not do the uh, a crossover event. I work for a living. But um, I did Hatching Tide, and that was... We didn't really talk about you didn't really talk about that, but it was a thing. I you had to figure out the maps and mm-hmm. go to the places, and it was it was okay. Uh, the outfit's cute. Um, I think the coolest thing is, is though, if you didn't notice, wander around Gridania, a lot of important NPCs from the storyline from the other cities are there. So it's kind of a fun thing to try to find all of them. That's kind of the hunt. I want to do so. I did get my ninja. I think last week it was 58. I got it to 60. Q times are rough, yo. <laughs> and I didn't mm. feel like doing heaven on high or, or, or what well, was it been? Palace of the Dead. So I'm at level 60. I do the quests as I go, but so far this one's boring me. I don't know. I uh, did PvP shenanigans last night again. Our biggest problem is having two people now, too many people now. We got so many people who want to go, and then we never did manage to break down into like two teams. Some people were busy, some people had to leave early. So uh, it's it's uh, going well though for the most part. Last night was shatter, so that's run around and kill the ice, and then try to kill other people. I we like didn't, that one. Yeah, that one's good. We we I don't think we won any of those though, but I I don't know. There were some people who were obviously cheating. Their t- characters were invulnerable the entire time. Like, you literally couldn't do anything the same character. And it wasn't like a cooldown where, like, you're invulnerable for a few seconds. It was you couldn't physically hurt them. You, they could not be killed. So that's angry and frustrating to me. It's like, well, I finally do this content. or spend... Actually, I've, it turns out I've done more PvP than a lot of people. I don't get many wins, but I when that Garo event first came out, I farmed up like two whole sets of gear. So I don't know. Eventually, I'll, well, I did get something last night. I hit the twenty k wolf mark, so I went and bought the most expensive thing, the Magitek Sky Armor mount. So I have that now. Nice. It's all right. It's not. It's not a terrible. But as a collector, and that I consider myself a collector, I want to have all the things. You know, but I, I probably will never use either hairstyle, but I need all the hairstyles. I need the minions. I need the music. So that's why, what keeps me going. That it is kind of fun sitting in voice chat with other people. Uh, it's not as much fun solo, soloing to me, but having at least a couple other people who are you know, actively playing with you and cheer with you and boo when you die, that kind of thing is, is much, much more fun. I don't think I put that on the schedule after today. Uh, I think it might be time to mix it up and do something different on a Monday night. So maybe we'll switch it up next Monday. Nice. 
I uh, did go to a Suzaku EX learning party. That's the one that you noped out of. You were already mm-hmm. done. I logged in and actually said no at first because it was late. But they're like, ah, oh, it's a learning party. Come, And I'm like, I'll burn an hour. We did not really get anywhere near clearing it. I've cleared it. I've actually cleared it a few times, but I am not good at the uh, colors. And then I'll, I'll, like, do one flawlessly. And then, like, the next pull, I'll, like, completely fuck up the colors. I don't know. And my latency is, again, so bad. I can be standing. You know, like, it, it does two in a row, and then you should be able to stand in that one. Mm-hmm. And then it'll, like, do another one. I'll be standing in the safe one. Like, purple will have gone off twice. I move over to purple, and then I'm dead. And it doesn't make any sense to me, but I'm assuming latency. And I kept disconnecting last night when during pre-VP. That's the other thing. Not laggy, not frames dropping, not jittery just all of a sudden you are disconnected i'm still fine in discord so i have no idea what was wrong between me and the s the square enix servers but it was pissing me off um i was with you we were doing well it was supposed to be a weapons farm but it ended up being clears and uh, a little bit of farming but uh that fight's not too bad if you, if you can you know get eight people together who are willing to try to push buttons pretty good, you, you can usually su- successfully clear it. But it's uh, I still need a doggo from there. And I want all the weapons just so I have a good weapon for Me too. Shadowbringers for all my classes. And I'm getting there, too. With my ninja at 60, that leaves only Dragoon at 50. So I'm, I'm getting close to having all 70s. And that is my goal. And then I did a bunch of, like, unsynced EX farming for mounts and stuff. And I did a lot of, every time you log on, hey, anybody for a roulette, I would generally join. So I didn't get a lot done, but I did a lot of stuff, I feel like. It's good. It's been, it's been a good time. It's been a good time. Uh, we got a lot of people in the free company. A lot of people want to do stuff. Got a lot of people in that cross-world uh, link shell that want to do stuff. We're run, We're starting to run in, Run into that. The eighth person logs in, or the ninth person logs in problem, though. Yeah, it gets back to that argument. Like Yoshida, can you make some content where a bunch of us can just be in a zone and just kill random mobs that just swarm us? You know, like can we have a besieged type mode that we can all be in an open area? That's not Eureka, and uh, you know. Well, there's do some people trying together. to do Eureka too, but Eureka, I would. It would be more palatable to me as if we could level sync actually go in there and help people and still farm light or something, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's what I need right now. I need light. I'd like to help people do the challenge logs, but it's of no benefit to me, and I can't join their parties because unless they're already, you know, capture that zone, uh, I I make them lose XP. And I don't want to just wander around on... uh, Paladin flashing mobs from outside the party. I like helping people a lot, but there's only so many hours a week you can just, like, I'll go along with you even though it gets me absolutely nothing. Yeah. It get, it makes me feel like, at least, do, at least like, farming old ponies, I can go on a tank and get, you know, uh, uh, counts for the mounts. That's really why I was going. And mm-hmm. it didn't really matter what I went as, on as anyway, so. But there's not that whole ninth person login is hard and we probably should have just split into two parties and joined up but then you got like two separate parties in the same voice chat or you split off your voice chat so it's not confusing telling you who to push it's i don't know i wish they'd do something there 
I, I speaking of the bad place in Eureka, I guess we'll be back there again with all our regalias soon enough. To <laughs> we can at least uh, drive our four friends around. I always right. put. I have. I have a pretty much. I have a hot bar that's got like my dual seaters. Just and that's what I always summon when I'm there now. And it's like get on. But that was pretty much my week. Not a whole lot, but I, I put in hours. <laughs> All right, then, listeners, you can shoot the shit with us. Go to the website, www.gtffxiv.com, and leave us a comment and let us know what you've been up to. All right, the first round is news. The Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers promotional site has been updated. I am not entirely sure what they did to it. Oh, I know they added see. some. I know they added some pictures. And somebody like oh. noticed already that one of the pictures changed. Yeah. Did you catch Let's that? Let's see. There, uh, I think I did. Let me go into these because I know some things that definitely changed were the races. They added information about the races. Um, let me scroll though and see if I can find any of these new picture changes. I love the site. Just to start off with, it I love never the way loads the site for me. looks. It takes forever. Oh, really? Oh, well, no. there's a lot of background stuff. There's mm-hmm. moving backgrounds on this site. Yeah, that um, I wish I could click a simplify, like the Noctis crossover one. That site never mm-hmm. loads for me. Um, but it, it lists. Is cool it lists all the new city. I'm just kind of going piece oh, yeah. by piece here. Um, it lists all the new cities. Join you to the first. Uh, Norvrant. So we've got full names of stuff. New cities, Crystarium, Yulmore, uh, the areas, Rectica, uh, Armorang, Ilmeg, Calusa. Oh, Calusa, we've seen, but it, it was another shot of this with the wall. It might have been from a different angle. And I guess Game of Thrones, right? No spoilers, but there's a wall in Game of Thrones. And this looks very Game of Thronesy. Um, and then Lakeland, we've talked about that before, and it gives some descriptions. We won't go into all that. Um, let's see if I can find some more about the races and stuff. And before, I think previous sites had um, – they had it set up a little bit different where it was just like a big long scroll down. But this has different menus that you can click on, and it goes through each of the different – I guess categories of stuff. Uh, your uh, Eden, our new eight man instanced dungeons. These are all things we saw during the live letter. Uh, restoration of the Holy Sea of Ishgard. I don't think I put that in the notes, but this is a good segue here just briefly. The French did it again, Yelta. I don't know if you <laughs> yes, heard about this. The French lay let something slip. Um, I'm going to read this. This was found, I think, on Reddit. Uh, The French site for Shadowbringers has an extra line that isn't there on the English sites. Uh, This is about Holy Sea of Ishgard restoration. That final line says, As a symbol of its renewal, a brand new district will see the day. Its name, Azur. So they didn't say anything more about it, but it could be a heavy hint of the housing district for Ishgard. No, no claim there. Yeah. Sounds like there's, there's something. So anyway, where the hell are these races? Where is this? I don't know. Mine, mine won't load at all. Well, it did show, I'm going to click on systems here. Maybe it's somewhere in here, but it did show, um, Oh, here we go. 
Rothgar and Vieira. Rothgar, it shows the different um, the different types they are. I think on mobile it's a little different. You can slide to the left or right. But this mm-hmm. one, it does have both races side by side, Hellions and the Lost. It's basically your – to me it's like your sun or your fire and your ice because you've got like – a lion and he's kind of got reddish or yellow kind of fur and then you've got like a snow leopard um and they do say some stuff about cold wintry stuff but one cool thing about the rothgar and i'm not sure if we've talked about this before is this lore says that their queen so there are females their queen named gunhilda or gunhilda um created gunblades uh not the gunblades that the garlemald use but but gun blades of their own design the final fantasy 8 style gun blades so we've got some gun blade lore in there i don't know if our quest giver is going to be a rothgar or what's going on with that yeah yeah so uh females number staggeringly few among their population and are thus rarely uh seen so much as glimpsed by the other races uh so that's a thing and then we've got the viera it's got the two races here um Rava Vina. Rava is kind of your, I guess, again, it's like a sun and moon sort of thing. Uh, Rava live in Golmore. Vina live in the snow-capped mountains above. So, yeah, we've got some stuff there. I don't know if it says anything about the male Viera. Uh, it says something in here, although the males stand wards of the forest. We knew that. Um, I don't think there was any, like, big lore that came out of that one. Mm, this, that was yeah, the big stuff the I saw. Society is purely matriarchal, and males at age are seldom, if ever, found within uh-huh. the villages. Yeah, and that I think is the big stuff right now. It does have the the new jobs on there. It seems weird to me. You scroll to new jobs and it shows gunbreaker and dancer, but it just seems like there's space for more. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it i don't know if you're able to see this where i'm looking I, I at it i can now see it i can now see it and it's almost it. like boy that sure would look nice if there was just a third one just little, dangling like underneath green, that a little yeah a little bar. green one a yeah, blue red would, and a green one i'd be good with that they're not really spaced out that well there so nah rothgar and viera are the same spacing though and mm. we're not getting a third race so there it is there it is and a lot of it's like just like like placeholders, there's going to be a trust system. So there's basically just a there's going to be a trust system. Mm-hmm. There's and all this is we know there's going to be a new game cap. We know there's going to be or new game plus the new there's going to be you know increased level cap, more crafting. We not a mm-hmm. whole lot super wild in here. Planned for Windows, PlayStation Four, Mac, and Steam. Nothing about Xbox, although you know our good friend Mithrin Scarlet had, mm-hmm. had talked to us about. He sent us a mail and was like, ah, they did that before for previous expansions. And we kind of knew that. <laughs> but, you know, one always holds out hope. And I'm sure it would be good for the, the game if they were able to add Xbox. I don't see PlayStation 5 on here either, which was announced today in some some. Oh, did form. they announce that? Yeah, it's backwards compatible. So we'll be hearing about PlayStation 4 limitations in about five years. Well, I look forward to that, right? We can start blaming everything on that. Fucking PS4. Fucking PS4 limitations. All right, then we have the Final Fantasy 14 and 15 collaboration, A Nocturne for Heroes. That begins today. Uh, Ruby, you got in on some of that. I, 
Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. A lot of people are out there doing it. You go to Ulda, you do some stuff. I'm sure it leads up to this big fight with Garuda. Um, as it stands, you do have to do some fate farming. You get to fight some MTs and some big robots, and it looks like there's a camp out, which is a la Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> and then at the end, you get your gear from uh, Noctis. I think it's a piece-by-piece piece thing. Good music. Um, I, I think it's worthy of a crossover deal. You, um, They do reference lightning because you, you talk to the NPC that puts you on the lightning quest, this um, reporter for I think it's the Raven or the Herald or something. It's one of the three. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a crossover. What can I say? Good music. Noctis. I love Noctis. Again, I'm not going to beat this dead horse. I, th- I think every other week we talk about this, but I think 15 got a bum rap. I like Noctis as a character, but the story got kind of got shit upon by the way they rushed it and, and other other environmental issues. So whatever. Uh, 15 does have a place in my heart, although it's not as strong as maybe a 6, a, an 8, a 14, but – um, you do get good Noctis feels out of this and the good music. Uh, the 15's just got great music. That's one thing that I'm <laughs> sad about. 15 just has really fantastic music. So anything that I can do to hear 15 music again, I'm very happy about. And it looks like you get the uh, warp strikes here. I've seen some funny memes, uh, screenshots, if you will, of people using warp strike like an Ellison loses <laughs> their neck <laughs> when they do a warp strike. So. <laughs> I've tried real hard to not really follow any of this because I wanted to do it. But uh, I have seen some tweets of, like, massive parking lots, car accidents, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Then we have a post on unlocking the labyrinth of the ancients. This is something they told us we- they were going to do, I think, a while ago. Uh, previously, you had to do a bunch of fates to unlock the crystal tower. Well, now definitely Shadowbringers has touches you know the crystal tower mm-hmm. so they've made it easier uh players uh who have previously accepted the quest can either do the fates or abandon and reaccept the quest and it'll give you the updated version and that should be quicker uh there's a new quest or i mean i don't know the quest is a legacy of the alag chronicles of a new era and that is given to you by the outlandish man in mordona who is this masked man? Who is that masked man? <laughs> hmm. oh, most of us know who that is, but uh, if you could have skipped all over this, right? You could have just not bothered. We've had a lot of new and returning players who just didn't even. Yeah. There's got to be a reason they want people to meet Grahatia, you mm-hmm. think? You Maybe think? to open wide the gates? <laughs> All right, important information regarding the expansion of the North American Data Center. This is a schedule. So the maintenance period and the period of world transfers. So accommodations have been made is basically what it is. So free world transfers for characters on the North American Data Center start on Tuesday, April 23rd. That's a week from today while recording through Tuesday, May 7th. So during that period, you'll be able to transfer all over the place in the North American Data Center. So that's cool. Uh, Characters that were created on or recently transferred to a preferred world will not be able to utilize the transfer if the 90-day cooldown has not elapsed. That was an existing thing, so hopefully no one gets caught in that window 
But uh, before applying for the world transfer, make sure you have done all the necessary requirements. There's a, po- a, a link to more information on that. I think it's stuff like you can't have a house in a free company and you can't have just a, where you can go to. You can't own any land, estate, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's, if, you, if you're worried about those details, I would certainly go read up on it. Uh, there's going to be game time compensation if it ex- if the North American Data Center maintenance exceeds 24 hours. So they're going to add one day of game time as compensation to all active accounts that have remaining playtime, regardless of account re- region. So that's good. Um, let's see, world transfer accommodations. We've read a lot of this before. You're going to be able to take almost a billion gil with you. If you have an estate, you're going to get, uh, the full cost of the land returned to you, that kind of thing. So let's see EU availability. That's over now. So if you haven't transferred, you're done. Uh, NA availability, NA availability, the 23rd through this May 7th. Uh, you still can't transfer to congested worlds, so keep that in mind. Uh, you can transfer to a preferred world and get the bonuses. Although, if in the event that the bonus is the same, you're not going to get it twice. And players transferring to standard worlds will not be able to transfer again until three days have passed. So I think I might move one of my Yeltas. I don't think I'll have anybody. I don't think I'll have a Yelta. I want to have a Yelta on all three of the new North American data centers just because, yeah. you know, I'd like to be able to go to weddings. The world visit won't let you go to weddings, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be good. Uh, we hope. <laughs> we hope. It's well, it's going to be, it's going to tear some people apart and it's going to hopefully be a good change for most everybody else. I think Frosty uh, had asked on his Twitter if, uh, how the EU stuff was going. I tried to read it. I couldn't, get heads or tails if there was one overarching opinion or not Uh, many had said oh it's shit burn it to the ground this is terrible but that might have been the case before uh some were saying it's fine there are no issues some were saying it's terrible which was the state before and it didn't change anything a lot of this is in preparation for Shadowbringers, so it's like yeah the party finders might be shit now depending on your world because of there's not people playing you We're know that might gonna enter into the lull here right so exactly so I think that's the party part finders of it. might be getting quiet anyway yeah so anyway that's uh that's a thing but for us we haven't experienced it yet it's coming very very soon um we're hoping that it's going to be a positive thing i know it'll be nice to see you know we have a friend eva that plays with us on um uh, what is she on is she on the Leviathan? Yeah, and and we'll be able to just come hang out, like come over, instead of us talking through the Crossworld Link shell all the time. Um, I think we'll still be able to utilize that, but be able to just see you in the in the front yard of the Free Company House instead of, uh, you know, talking just through that Crossworld Link shell. So there are some perks, and as they add new things like being able to attend weddings and such, um, it'll only get better. So looking forward to it. Well, and I part of me is like, I hope the game is growing rapidly enough that this was really required, because there is a lot. Of, there are a lot of people who fear that they're going to split this off. You're going to have your initial two week rush right after Shadowbringers comes out, and then people will be like, "Okay, more of the same. Bye." 
So hopefully the expansion will grab and keep people's attention so you can fill those party finders and stuff. But uh, I, I don't really have a feeling for people who are unhappy with the uh, the EU one yet. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really looked for it, though. So yeah. I would be interested to know if effective people are seeing a problem or was it already going to be quiet? Of course, we still have people saying no one ever does this on our server. And I'm like, if you check your um, party finder... You know, every time you finish with something, check it. It might have that farm party you want or start yeah. your own, you know. All right. new. It wouldn't be a patch or a, or a notice without new optional items being available. Very true. It almost wouldn't be a gather together episode if there wasn't new optional <laughs> without items. Without us complaining about and, – and it's two things. It's the two things that were from last year's Hatching Tide. It's the minion, the motley egg. And he is pretty adorable. It's this little checkered egg that has a little dude pop out of it, and he's pretty adorable. And then the Authentic Hatching Tide banner. So those are $5 each. Cute. So if you missed them and want them, you can get them. All right, the Feast Season 13 is coming soon. Uh, I don't know when soon is. Is it like now? Uh, April, let's see, 13th season of The Feast will commence on Tuesday, April 23rd. Okay, so yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about PvPing in The Feast, but make a team and go deal with beating people up, I guess. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of the same thing as before. Preseason tier rankings transfer over into season 13 starting tier and ratings, so it's nothing super new. Do they have the prizes? That's what we always look at. Uh, I don't know. Let me read on for details here. Uh, not sure here yet. I'm not seeing like the big picture of prizes no, here No, I don't yet. see me either. So that maybe they'll have another post when we get into it. The okay. one thing that pops out from this post, going back to the original post here, is uh, Tuesday, April 23rd, when patch 4.57 releases... I don't know what's included in 5.7. It can't be much, but we might see some of those nerfy type things perhaps. I'm just oddballing, just throwing shit out there. Maybe like unlocking uh, – not the Crystal Tower. You know what I mean. Yeah, another 5% of Echo and another like uh, maybe you can buy ponies with 99 – totems of something or another you know by by uh doggo i don't can you even buy serio doggos yet i don't think so huh did they make that i don't a thing remember <laughs> well if it's not then maybe it will be in five seven mm -hmm. um if it is already then five seven will have even less that it can offer you but there's usually that that decrease that nerfing of of content as we get to the end and i think five eight is the very last of the patches mm -hmm. so um, that's probably well, and yeah, if they don't if they don't do the nerfs and unlocks, they'll do it then. Uh huh. All right, what's on tap? We have developers blog, and we, well, developers blog. Uh, we have no I'm tracker. We have a thread about Hatching Tide 2019. There's 
the really important thing is we have a dev post, Zexos posts, that uh, you'd like to give a friendly reminder to those playing in the North American Data Center. The Hatching Tide event site mentions the event is available until Monday, April 22nd at 7.59 a.m. PDT. However, we have announced that the North American Data Center expansion maintenance will be taking place between 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. As such, the event will end when the maintenance begins for those playing on North American worlds. So go do it early if you have any doubt. I was a little surprised because uh, I kind of was surprised they didn't just push it out another day or something. Mm-hmm. A lot of people wait till the last minute. If you're listening to this and you haven't done it, go do it early rather than wait. Yeah, if you're waiting until like 4 a.m. to do this, you really are pushing it to the last minute. But it sounds to me like you're only going to get until 3 a.m. PDT. Uh, and then it's going to go into maintenance, and they're going to start doing the world transfer stuff, the NA data center expansion. So get her done. And it didn't seem to take very long to do overall anyway. So uh, now, It's pretty cheaty. They tell you pretty much the damn answer. If you keep talking to the NPC, it just tells you, yeah. All right, developer's blog, which seat can I take? I only perused this quickly. I think it's uh, you, you in said the regalia. That. You said that completely wrong, Yelta. It's which seat, which can, I seat can I take? It's Friday, Friday. Okay, I don't no. Know that. Okay, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. The listeners do. It's Friday. Um, this is a pun. Obviously, this is uh, <laughs> this is a big joke, and these these uh, reps and uh, Koji and all of them like to put the little jokes in there. But uh, vroom vroom. In my car. Okay, I'm going to let you have it back. Rid Rana, (laughs) thank you for your jokes. uh, So this is uh, about the regalia, the first four-player mount, and how you can hop in to any of the three seats you'd like to sit in when mounting. And you can, your sitting pose will change depending on what seat you ride in. So they've got like, Alra sitting in here with pose number one, pose number two, pose number three. So uh, you can fly on it. You can go underwater with it. Uh, Lalafell stand up, and I'm sure that's fine. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I have seen a pretty funny picture. Uh, I think it was a lodestone. Uh, like, Alra females, the shortest one sitting in the front seat. Can't actually see over the wheel. Yeah, how are they hitting <laughs> they the pedals? Just... Uh, well, I don't know how I don't know how the Lala fellas hitting the pedals. Yeah, that's that's odd. That's, I'm a little confused. Okay, sure. It's a fantasy game. Yeah. I mean, we're driving a damn car through Eorzea. That's we get to spend our imaginations just a tad further. Yeah, they've already thrown immersion completely out of the fucking window anyway. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll just ignore these cars too, like I ignore a lot of things. <laughs> like you, like Yoshida says to ignore the other party members when you're in mm-hmm. a dungeon. It's funny when I'm looking at these car seats and I look at the poses, I can totally see, you know, Noctis driving and where Gladio sits in the back and, and so on and so forth because they're poses. Their poses are the body <laughs> language of the four guys um, as they travel through um, So they properly trans- translated that into Final Fantasy XIV? Yeah, yeah. The body language, you know, is is the same for each of the guys, just transferred over. It's pretty neat. 
All right. Then we have happy hour, listener questions, and fan mail. Sava Kevo writes us, left a comment on the web, on the site, actually. You guys predicted the benchmark would be out at the end of April. I predict it will be out during the next producer live letter in May. All right. We're taking your bets. All right. You get a gold <laughs> star. That's your prize if you win, Sava Kevo. Okay, I see. I actually see a lot of people guessing when things are going to be, and I, you know, a lot of people are like, well, this time two years ago, uh, I don't usually guess. <laughs> well, and two years ago, yes, it was the end of April. The difference here, which will be in Sevokevo's favor, is that we didn't have a NA data expansion happening the same week that we had a uh, benchmark, so that may push things further. That's a good thing, though, because this is feeling more full than it did at the end of Heaven's Word. We this this vast wasteland isn't as vast as it was in the past. Um, yeah, Eureka isn't the greatest, but it's better than the <laughs> Diadem. Um, yeah, and we have more to do than um, than we did at the end of Heaven's Word. And then there's a lot of other activities. The data expansion stuff is is an, is one thing, and and it. These little things are pushing stuff back. I think the way they did the the um, fan festival events, they seemed like they took a little longer for us to get to. But as it crept closer to Shadowbringer's date, it's just made these little gaps in time feel feel not so vast wastelandy. In fact, I was we were talking about on um, the engine site, our engine site for our free company about if we want to raid or not. We put a post out there. We're just kind of gauging interest. And I was looking at the calendar, and I was like, okay, so when is that coming out? July 2nd, I think, is the deal. So July 16th is probably the Savage rating. And I was like, okay, well, this is the 16th today as we record. So it's one, two. Yeah, it's three months. But then I just – in my mind, I was like, well, May, we're going to get the battle changes and stuff. June is really that month that's going to feel kind of really vast wastelandy until we get to the end of it because that's – it's at the end of June that we get early access. And then boom, July 2nd's here. We're running through it two weeks later. And that's savage. We're mm-hmm. just going to have normal raids. We're going to have stuff. So really until about that 28th, right? Is it 26th, 28th? Somewhere in those late 20s that we're getting the um, early access. Early access, yeah. And uh, away we go. So it's it's striking distance. We're really getting close to it. It's not feeling very far away at all. When like a week or two weeks out, I feel like people come back and they're like, oh, fuck, I should quit cap, right? I should quick log in and do, you know, do collectible gathering and do, you know, like some last minute, oh, fuck, I'm not completely, you know. Some people are preparing incredibly overwhelmingly. There are people who are like going to go gather every gathering collectible that you could use for a turn-in so when they log in on day one, they'll get a level on their botanist. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite that crazy. I'm not willing to go gather up a whole bunch of stuff because unless you're gathering high-end items the day one that other people who are leveling up high-end crafters can use or something, what's the point? And I don't know what to do with all my gill anyway. So I'd rather just play at my own pace. Mm-hmm. But more power to you if that's fun for you. That's fun for you. I'm not going to judge your call on what's fun. 
But I, I can fully see people logging in like that last week being like, quick, I gotta get 900 tomes so I can do whatever. All right, Cackpot Party Review. This was sent to us by Red Rose from Siren. Hey there, Yelta and Ruby. As promised, here is my review of the Gold Saucer Cackpot Party Game. It's really fun. The design is very cute and stands out. I love the board and the playing chips, and the little cactor figurines you use to mark which coins are yours are easily one of the best visual elements of the game. It plays like an expanded version of the minigame in 14. Players take turns placing chips on the nine circles, and then you wager how many bets you think will be fulfilled. It's very simple and easy to understand, and it plays very quickly. Like the Chocobo's Crystal Hunt card game before it, this is an excellent role in board games. If you have a game night with friends, it's perfect either as a warm-up game before you get to more advanced options, or a cool-down one at the end of the night where everyone wants something quick and simple. It also comes in a lovely magnetic case. I really appreciate the three liters of Eorzea printed on the MGP. I enjoyed it a lot, and I hope Square comes out with even more games like this in the future. You two keep up your wonderful work, and thank you for reading my last email on air. Well, thank you for writing us again, Red Rose. And I agree. It's uh, You're so right. When I go to When I go up to Level Up Games in St. Paul, and I come to, you know, it's board gaming day, we usually sit down, my sister, Kariri, and I, and we play something late and easy, just kind of ease into it. I like my games kind of easy. Kariri likes hers much more complex. And I, I have a hard time just kind of leaping into that complex game. So usually, and, and you get there and like other people have already started or in the middle of the games. So you want to play something smaller and faster and just kind of easy to get into. And it, you're right. It's a perfect get there, play a couple of rounds of that till the other table's done. And then we all play something, you know, complex. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um. No, you're right. I, I I said last week I think that you know the 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 pieces really seemed very well made. It was it seems like a really easy one to teach to someone. There's just enough randomness and just enough strategy to keep it interesting. So I really I haven't uh, I only played it one uh, a couple times, and that was when I went over to Kariri's house. Yeah, but I would I would definitely play that again. And thank you so much for writing up this review and sending it to yes, us. Yes, thank you, thank yes. you. Speaking of Kariri, we had a rare Kariri sighting. Oh, yeah. She logged in a week ago today while we were recording, and we're like, people are like sending us screenshots. They're like, I just saw Kariri. Uh, I don't think she's back back, uh, but she, she logged in for the seven-day free period. She wants uh, my daughter to draw some kind of like chibi Kariri images because uh, she wants to do more like uh, web design and uh, she wants to maybe do some Twitch streaming and some uh, YouTube videos and wanted some like art to go along with that. And she wanted to base it on Kariri from Final Fantasy fourteen. So I thought that was awesome. We all like logged in. We're like, give her money. Welcome her. Yeah. Everybody's like losing their fucking mind. Come run stuff. Let's go. Yeah, uh, she 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 hit something and couldn't find her UI again. And hitting the keys that I know to find your UI wasn't working, so she logged out and she was done. But I don't know. Maybe she'll come back. She she like even like did a couple quests while she was there. So it'd be really fun if she came back. And I'm like, I know she gets stressed up from raiding too. So when I saw that post go up today, I'm like, I don't know if I want to raid. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'll be on the B team. You guys can drag me through once you figured it out. But and I was telling Kariri that I'm like. 
I'm actually having a relaxed chill time just, you know, running EX primals and stuff I can handle. You should come back. I think even though we complain about stuff, not a, it's not that we complain about not enough stuff to do. Honestly, we're at a point where we're only complaining that we can only bring eight people or 24 people, but you have to finagle it in such a way to make the 24-man people show up and stuff. Um, that's what we complain about. We want something open world that we can bring everybody that's not eureka and have a good time killing stuff so we can chit chat at the same time but as far as the amount of content goes kariri's been out for a long enough period of time that it would be reasonable to say let's go bird farming mm-hmm. and then even to the extent that somewhere later in Shadowbringers, let's go doggo farming may not be that stressful at all i i can tell you that Probably the first four up through Biako are not that stressful. So, and that's now. And um, you know, getting people when we get into Shadowbringers through the the Stormblood doggos might not be. So we have a lot of content that can be done. I would say at a, at a casual pace. And if incentives are done correctly, if Yoshida's doing his homework and incentives are done in such a way that makes the crafters happy, I did notice something else, Yelta, that Sophia weapons are around now. The glowy Sophia weapons are out there. And um, I had not seen those. Maybe they snuck in in the last point something patch here, but uh, you can now craft Sophia weapons, and I'm waiting for those Servan weapons. Mm-hmm. Whenever those show up, they, and we'll they, be done. they seem so far behind the curve, but at the same time, there's no lack of content, is what I'm trying to say. It, it just may not be the right number of people content, but there's no lack of content. So, and there's no lack of kind of not as stressful content, is where I'm going with that. So, we would love to have Kariri back. And, and if you, listener, are one of those that were afraid to get into some content, give it a shot. It's not so bad. You know, those I see less and less of those. Somebody was an asshole to me. I, I really don't see too much. Maybe I'm lucky, but I'm not seeing too much of that so and so was an asshole. Maybe I'm the asshole. Maybe that's why I don't see the asshole, because I'm the asshole. I don't know. Alright, we do have a last call with some last calls, actually. Ruby found this one. I love this one. Yeah, I was doing Noctis Fate. Um, in fact, I was with Denmo, and I was in a group, and somebody just randomly sent me a message. So, hello, random person. This is Andruin Vaktar. Hello, Andruin. Uh, says, I don't want to bother you, but I just want to say I love the podcast. You and Yelta are awesome. So thank you, thank you. Told you I'd give you a shout-out tonight. So thank you for listening to us. <laughs> One more last call here, and this is what we alluded to in the uh, – in the notes at the beginning, we have a fundraiser that we are a part of, which is coming soon. This is called Score for a Cause. Uh, this is a Blitzball tournament that supports To Write Love on Her Arms, which is a nonprofit movement dedicated to presenting hope and finding help for people struggling with depression, addiction, self injury, and suicide. To Write Love on Her Arms exists to encourage, inform, inspire, and also to invest directly into treatment and recovery. So this is on the Balmung server. I'm going to check out the teaser announcement. There is supposed to be a new announcement tonight. I think we're recording before that new announcement comes out. 
When we record next, we will have a full announcement we hope to have for you. But the teaser announcement, this is on the Balmonk server. It's called Mephina Madness Blitzball World Tournament uh, starting mid-April. Never give up, not until you reach the goal. Menfina Madness is a double elimination blitzball tournament held each spring with the competition including teams from all across Heidland. Eight teams have made the playoffs this season. The Ulda Gill Turtles, the Gridania Sea Chocobos, Limsa Lominsa Black Abyss, Alamigo Royal Griffins. Woo! That's our team. <laughs> Kugane Koban Crushers, Garlean Class... Classiari, Technicai, uh, Ishgard Eyes, and one surprise wildcard team. Ooh. This year, the teams will be competing in a double elimination tournament, meaning every team will have a chance to play twice. We've been asked when the madness is going to begin, and it's all set to start mid-April. We've been holding back, waiting for guest visiting to open up. Hopefully some of our friends from Crystal will be able to join us, maybe even play with us. Sign up will begin on April 23rd. All teams are recruiting. Veterans and beginners are welcome. Um, so just to recap some of that, um, this was some other information that I had received. Uh, the signups, that says April 23rd. There's also signups, I think, on April 24th. Um, we will have more information. In fact, we're not going to record next week, uh, but we'll be recording the week after or maybe next weekend. We'll kind of see how that works. Um, but we will have, I think, on our Twitter some links and things so you can – if you're interested in this, you're on Balmung or you can do the crossover stuff to sign up and be a part of this. So that's sign-ups April 23rd or 24th. Opening ceremonies on May 10th. These are this is a tentative schedule, by the way. May tenth, which is a Friday, round one, May fourteenth, uh, and May sixteenth, round two, May twenty fourth, and the thirty first. Semifinals on June eighth, closing ceremony on June fourteenth, finals June fifteenth, which is a Saturday. Stay tuned. We will have. Much more detailed information as it goes, but we are super excited to be a part of this. There are others. Can we can we blow up this information? Can <laughs> I can I say who's a part? There are a lot of other podcasters and other people within the Final Fantasy community that are a part of this. Um, I don't think I'm fast enough to say it without having dead air. <laughs> but there is a, there is some good there is some we'll, good people. We'll, we'll cover it all once we get more. Oh, chili, chili's, chili's involved. involved. Uh, Sarah, uh, uh, Flattis is involved, uh, Vegan Pete's on board. Um, I don't want to speak for them, but the, you know, that's what they use to entice us to get on board. I said, that's a Motley crew. <laughs> we have to join like that, <laughs> that group of folks. That sounds like our people. So, uh, we're happy to be a part of this. And we, again, we'll give you more information through our Twitter, on the website, um, and through the podcast as we have more information. Score for a cause. Come be a part. We will also have a place that you can donate to this coming up. We get no proceeds out of this. This all goes to write love on her arms. And then we'll also link where you can look up that organization so you can take a look at it before you do any donating. Um, we're just happy to be a part. For sure. It, it sounds like a. I went to the site. It looks like a really good cause. I'd be real proud to uh, 
be involved in that. Sounds like a fun event, too. I I don't quite have a picture in my mind how this all plays out, but I am excited to find out. I actually I actually have uh, Yelta Sumasu over on Balmung. I transferred her over there ages ago. I actually transferred and renamed a character that I leveled up with Ulf when he first started the game. And uh, uh, I, I think... I, well, I know. I actually level boosted her. <laughs> to, she, she was 50. I love, no, I didn't level boost her. I think I storyline boosted her. Just so I would have, I didn't want to actually play through everything. I was curious how that would work, too. No, I did level booster. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to have a Yelta Sumasu over there for, I guess, role play reasons. So, uh, Hopefully I can be supportive of this in game, uh, this in game and out. So I'm I'm curious how it's gonna how it works and and to see how it, how it all plays out. All right, and hopefully we'll have more information on the real schedule. I, that that announcement was supposed to be tonight, so I don't know who's tonight. <laughs> all right, then it's closing time. Unless you have any more shout outs. That's it. All right. Uh, yeah, we, we did mention no podcast next week. Uh, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, www.gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. You can email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Uh, personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yeltasumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.